Hello everybody, welcome to Spirit Talk. My name is Mo and you have arrived to the place where you need to be. Here we'll be talking about entrepreneurship, mental health, and different tips and tricks to keep you in a vibe. Thank you for staying and make sure you share with a friend. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey. Hey, how's how it doing? going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Just, uh, just off today. Just kind of relaxing. Good. Shoot. Not like a good off day. Um, yeah. So this part is definitely going to be cut out of the recording. Um, just be natural. Be yourself. I might have a little different type of tone in my language, but that's just because I'm doing this. But feel free to just like be yourself throughout the entire okay, thing. Cool. Are you somewhere where it's right. like a little more quiet? Is it too loud around me? Yeah, it sounds like you could be driving. Okay, I got you. One second. Okay. I'm just outside right now. Okay. All right. How uh, how how have things been overall though, like for you? For me, it's been it's been good. I never thought that you know my life would you know be this way and go this well. But in between it, you know, I'm still dealing with my trauma and my community up here, so that stuff gets in the way. But other than that, good. <laughs> so I can't that's, complain. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Let me know if this is a little bit better. How's that? Hold on. Yeah, that's much better. Much better. Okay, whenever you're ready, let me know and I'll get started. Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Mo, and welcome to Spirit Talk. Today... Here he's an independent artist and Leo son from Arizona. So what's up, Gustavo? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you, thank you. So the reason why I brought Gustavo here is because one, he's a Leo son, and I wanted to bring somebody here to give us a little bit of insight as far as how you guys move and why you guys move the way that you move. So to just add a little bit to it. Leos are a fire element. They're the fifth sign in the zodiac and they're ruled by the sun and governs life and strength. Before we go into further details, let's have you explain from your perspective of what Leo's strengths and weaknesses are, and then I'll share mine. So you go first. What are three negative traits about your zodiac sign? Um, definitely the pride. Definitely uh I mean, it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing, but sometimes it does lead to uh, um, almost ignorance sometimes, just being too prideful and, like, you know, thinking that you got it in any situation. Um, Sometimes being too prideful to even ask for help. Um, I think another thing, too, is the, uh, like, everyone says that we're leaders and we are, uh, 
you know, we're, we're like the, the king of the jungle or whatever when it comes to the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, like, uh, even to ourselves, it's almost like heavy, heavy hair. Uh, what is it? What is the saying? Heavy, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. it's like yeah. <laughs> we put so much pressure on ourselves that we don't necessarily need to, but we just do it naturally, almost. You know. Yes, that's funny because mine's was prideful, stubborn, and dogmatic. I saw that when I looked it up. I was like, dogmatic. Okay, it's just like you know, wanting to be the boss. And right. um, yeah, okay. So by knowing this, how do you hold yourself accountable? Um, well, one thing is probably just um, having patience, having patience with myself or anything that I'm trying to do in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, just, just wanting to, to get to that final goal, you want to rush things, you know, you want to be able to just get there and have it be, you know, there. And the process is where you learn the most things. The process is where you... Um, grow the most you know and Mm. you get impatient and you almost you almost want to give up sometimes you almost want to um like you might get frustrated or whatnot so i I feel like just practicing patience um you know meditation light forms of meditation um even just like journaling and stuff like that writing down my thoughts okay so that way i can have have like something to look back to and be like okay it's it's good you know what i mean which one <clears throat> which one do you feel like helps you better meditating or um writing out how you feel i think meditation honestly just because it it helps me uh kind of drown out everything and not think of anything at the moment and then i come back to it and it's like refreshing you know okay good all right um what are three positive traits about your zodiac sign? Um, I feel like loyalty. Loyalty is one of the positive positive traits. Um, okay. You know the resilience. I feel like mm, yeah. not the ability not to give up. Like even even if it takes us, you know, ten fifteen years to do something. We'll we'll sit there and wait and and believe in that for however long we we need to you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one, I think, just like courage. I think just yeah. being able to uh, to take certain leaps and to. Even though we might be kind of like weary or even scared to do it, we just sometimes we just say, you know, whatever, and then and go and do it. You know, mm-hmm. that's nice because <clears throat> majority of what I got going on here it says the same thing. I have faithful, natural leaders, courageous, and strong-willed. They're very very similar. Um, mm-hmm. I think embracing those positive aspects of y'all in those areas in your life that you really want to, I don't want to say dominate, but just maybe grow into, you can definitely do that much. I wouldn't say easier, but much better or much faster than most people because y'all obtain that. But yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like y'all are y'all great people to me. 
<laughs> I love Leos. Right, right. <laughs> um, after after explaining this, how will you apply each of them to your everyday life, each of those positive traits? Um, I think for right now is uh, continue to have that same loyalty regardless of the situation. Like, of course, I'm not going to be loyal to somebody that's like a bad friend or like, you know, um, somebody that's done like me and my people wrong. But I mean, like, just have loyalty in like family and have loyalty in like, you know, good relationships that you have with people, even though you might, you know, I might be feeling a certain type of way. It's just like, okay, continue to have loyalty and, and trust in that. In that. Um, I think another thing too is, is um, having the courage to actually do the things I want to do. And I know that sounds very simple, but. Um, oh no, it's not. I think, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's not, you know, cause like, uh, I've been struggling kind of like with some, some mental health issues recently, nothing super serious, but just um, something I've been going through. And like, as of recently, things like, you know, going to the gym or, or writing out music or, or, you know, just even doing like little good stuff for myself in the mornings, like make myself some breakfast and, and drink water. You know what I mean? Like sometimes those things that I need to do, I avoid them, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you avoid and, them when things get hard <clears throat> mentally? Yeah. Okay. Because it's, it's always a good thing. Like when you're feeling good, like, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah, I'm going to work on my goals. Yeah, I'm going to. But it is very, um, I don't even know what word to call it, but it can be a struggle when you're trying to get those goals done or you're trying to show up for yourself in that way and you're not feeling good. Right. But it definitely is one of those. I, I find it to be one of those things like, okay, maybe you're not feeling good and you know this, but maybe like on the third day, you're like, okay, I'm just going to go. I'm going to just do it, but why not? Um, sometimes you just got to do that. Yeah. That's the only and you way definitely feel better that. afterwards. Yeah, and you always you feel do. better afterwards, you know? You do, and the question like, is, how do you know that? And you still don't, you know, when you're feeling bad. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. It's, like, it's almost like um, turning on a machine, like after it hasn't been on. For, for for like a week or so you know what I mean like it gets rusty or, or it gets like you know it's been sitting in place for so long and then when you first turn it on it, it kind of you know a car that hasn't been turned on in a little bit it, it could be hard for it to start up and you know it might it might shake a little bit it might be a little you know rough around the edges when you first turn it on but once that machine starts going you know it, it continues to run fine you know mm-hmm. yeah it's like something so and like like you were just saying it could be so simple but in our mind it's just not it's just it's a heavy task it's it's just a little too much on us mentally to kind of like mm-hmm. show up for ourselves in that way that's why it's just, it's always best to have like a support system or like me sometimes I just tap into a sermon real quick or a motivational speech to kind of get me back in that zone because I'm like, yeah, ain't nobody really finna do this but me or for myself, but myself. 
Um, right. But yeah, that is true. Okay, let's move on before we start talking yeah. too much. Um, you mentioned that you're currently at the beginning phase of a breakup and leading towards independent success. How are you dealing with that breakup? What would you consider um, to be the overall lesson? Okay, so the overall lesson, I think, uh, hmm. you know, I think that, and it goes back a little bit before the relationship is uh, I had some things that I, I hadn't fully, and this, and it wasn't with like another partner or anything, but I, I had some personal things that I hadn't fully addressed. And I think that when I went into the relationship, I kind of swept under the rug, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And and the things were still under the rug. So once the relationship, you know, started to see turmoil and, um, you know, once everything was kind of, you know, taken, taken away or, or removed, you know, the only thing I had left was the stuff that I swept under the rug, you know, mm-hmm. and then I, I had to directly address those things from myself, you know? Okay. So would you say, well, I don't want to put no words in your mouth. So what would you consider to be a lesson in that situation? I think, um, hmm, it's a good question. I mean, I think the biggest lesson, I think the biggest lesson for me is, is, uh, patience and empathy, mm-hmm. trying my, you know, having patience with myself, with my partner, with any situation that we're going through and try to keep a level head, you know, cause at the end of the day, I do feel like I'm a Leo and I'm a leader in the minute. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm taking a back seat to something. I feel like, uh, I get very hands-on and I get very anxious, you know? I can. I think the I biggest lesson from a Leo vibe. Yeah. I can sense. And then, like, then you have more. I like using the zodiac signs because it helps. But then you have more that's added to it. You have cultural. You have gender. You have all that that plays mm-hmm. personality, trauma, all that that plays such a big role within how you show up for one for yourself and relationships. So it's kind of like a mirror effect where you're just like, damn, that's how I be acting. Like when I go through my healing stuff, I'm like, dang, that's the type of stuff you be on. Like, I hate this, that side of me so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the more that you're able to just be self-aware and grow through it and actually, you know, say, okay, I do do that. (laughs) It can help so much more like down the Mm -hmm. road. So maybe if y'all did get back together or you did meet somebody else, you can at least be honest with yourself and them, like, because I be telling folks all the time, look, I'm I'm a little judgy. I ain't gonna lie, but that's the type of work mm-hmm. I do. So, you know, it's like, it comes with it, but it's like, it, it's mostly for your best benefit, but I know I can shut up sometimes. Like, I know that by myself. <laughs> so I say that to folks. So once you mm-hmm. get comfortable with your flaws and some stuff probably need to change, yes, but some of your flaws is just like, hey, look, I'm just imperfect in that area it can kind of help people even look at themselves and say, yeah, you're right, and I messed up over here. It can create some type of positive change, but just don't beat yourself up too hard. How are you going to use 
the wisdom that you gain from this lesson and then build it towards your future relationships? Oh, um, one of the biggest things is uh, like comfortability, you know, not being too comfortable. Uh, and of course, you want to be comfortable with like a partner or like a friend, a relationship, whatever you might want to say. But um, the the will and the, the courage to keep keeping it new, keeping it fresh, not wanting to, you know how people kind of get so comfortable and they want to settle down like real quick. You know, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. at our young age, like people are moving in together. And this isn't even my, with my relationship, but I had a friend recently. He uh, he moved in with somebody that he probably has known a couple months. And they got the lease together or they he put his name on the lease or whatnot. And it was like one week and they got in a huge fight. And he was like, you know, what? I got to take my name off of the lease, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's that comfortability, like, OK, we like each other. You know, we have uh, sexual relationships with each other. Let's move in and play house and, and, and grow and build together and see our future, you know, super far away from them. But it's like to build a relationship, you have to have two individuals that I'm not going to say are perfect or, or completely stable, but you want to have two individuals that under understand themselves to a point and then understand a relationship to a point you know right it really takes time and Mm -hmm. to be in an emotional generation I feel like it's more emotional than anything to be in an emotional generation we want to move so fast with everything and um, I don't know for me I had to even sit down with myself and say the same like girl just slow down you move so fast with everything Um, and you Mm -hmm. definitely can't move fast with people not even people you've known for a long time and not even people you've known for a little bit because everybody's so fragile in their own way. And everyone's not really thinking about, like my biggest thing with people is they're not thinking about you when they're making decisions. You can really, when you with somebody, you're building a relationship where that's business partner, whatever, you're supposed to be thinking about each other. How are they going to mm-hmm. feel? How are, you know, what is this impact going to have on them and me? If you're not willing to do that, then you probably shouldn't be doing this with nobody <laughs> because right. eventually you're going to be adding stuff in it. You're going to be dealing with customers. You're going to be dealing with children. You're going to be dealing with, you know, managers at work, blah, blah, blah. So you do have to have true. empathy and compassion and understanding and accountability because maybe you're not somebody who can keep a job. It's like, okay, well, are you somebody who's going to go get another one? Like, what is your work ethic like? <laughs> so right. folks got to be able and to, see, like, build through that. And see, even with that, like, recently I uh, I was working for a company. It was a restaurant. Uh, I was working for a construction company, and then I started working for a restaurant, and then I started to become really self-aware and had to understand that I don't want to work for anybody else. I want to work for myself, you know, and like I had to really sit there and figure out, all right, how do I work for myself? How do I make my money? And it took just a little bit of research. You know what I mean? Honestly, it just took Mm -hmm. like I, I went, I downloaded this app that lets me pick up shifts and they tell me how much I get paid and they pay me 30 minutes after I, I finish the shift. So I was like, okay, I can do this for, uh, income and then me and my, my um, friend a friend of mine started a company like a franchise business uh, where we clean 
places after hours and we choose what we clean we choose how much we take home and we choose you know we basically make our own decisions now you know and yeah. i don't have to be talked down on by some you know 35 year old you know suburban dude that's like hey man you know your your enchiladas aren't looking okay and i'm like okay like what am I doing with life? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. am I really, I'm really sitting here stressed out over enchiladas. Like, bro, like, you know what I mean? Right. So taking power right. over or control over your life in a way that it benefits you. Yeah. Because it's like, when I'm working on someone else's schedule, they tell me, all right, you need to come in on Tuesday. You need to come in on Wednesday. And I know I need to come in on Tuesday and Wednesday because I need to make money. But what if I had the power to go, all right, you know what, I can have these next couple of days off and I need to work these specific days at these specific hours. Mm-hmm. So that way I can continue to live my life and keep my program running and not stop everything I got going on for someone else's program. Right. The benefits. It's all programming. Of, you know, it, it, it is. It is. It's so, it's so programmed to where it don't even make sense to me now. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I just janked myself to be you know, against a world system, but I get more rest now. I like, it teaches me a lot about tolerance. My tolerance has changed in regards to certain things in life because I really don't have to deal with, I'm like, I don't have to deal with that. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that you get to experience just a world or a lifestyle where you could really just be you. And kind of organize it to where, like, your mental health can still be somewhere at the forefront of your expectation of peace. Right. How has spirituality played a role in your personal development? What are you finding to be helpful specifically? I think that spirituality honestly built probably... 60% of who I am right now and I just off of like 27 just from 2017 because I never before 2017 coming up high school stuff like that I was never like super spiritual person I was always into music always into you know certain crowds and stuff like that and um I think just like you know back in like 2017 and it wasn't necessarily psychedelic specifically but it was like um experiencing like you know, mushroom trips and stuff like that and taking another look at life through another lens. And then from there, I started researching what spirituality was and why I feel certain ways and and like the universe, you know what I mean? Sacred geometry. And it all ties into just, you know, why are we here? Who are we and what are we doing? Mm -hmm. You know? And that's where the most most of my music most of my um deepest thoughts where most of my deepest conversations i have with people come from you know i hate i hate surface level stuff i hate when yeah we could talk about something good but we choose not to you know what i mean we choose to talk about other individuals or we choose to talk about meaningless things in life and I'm glad that that I that spirituality plays such a big part in my life, and I do feel like I need to get closer to it because whether it's Christianity, being Catholic, whatever, like 
I have certain beliefs and then I, I have other beliefs and I do think they all tie into one big plan, you know? And they do. So, yeah. They really do. Yeah, definitely. Would you like to say anything else before we go? Because that was my last question. <laughs> oh, man. No, I had a great, I had a great conversation. That was um, really, like, really uh, freeing to be able to talk like that. Thank you. Thank you for being present. Um, somebody just sent me a video yesterday of the time we was all at the park. I was like, that's funny because I'm literally about to oh, yeah. interview Gustavo tomorrow. <laughs> that yeah, was dope. I remember that. That was dope. So, well, all right. Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I will talk to you soon, Gustavo. All right. Peace out, everybody. Thank you. All right. Peace.